You have three voicemails. For instance, I was working on uh, my first film and I think one of the guy in the crew, he was asking me what, what did I do online, right? So I said I was a YouTuber and I sent him uh, my videos and he was like, you have a lot of time on your hands. You should, <laughs> you should go, you should go out and work a real job and like get like oh my do, god that's so mean do something that matters and it kind of just i was kind of in shock don't you agree that they only pick actors for their appearance and not skill like yourself <laughs> i'm like <laughs> I'm like damn people are mean i don't care what they call me mm -hmm. a youtuber actor i don't really care as long as i work my best that satisfied me hello there Welcome to the show where we have the convos about Vietnam, you know. Hello there and welcome to Convo Comrades, a conversation with the community about Vietnam. We are back with our second episode with our golden guest, Thanh Phat, actor, YouTuber, part-time painter, I would say. Mm. I'm pretty sure you're a part-time painter because, oh my God, you did a very... I would say breathtaking painting of Ronaldo on Instagram. Guys, go on, go on Instagram <laughs> and check it out. It's so sick. But anyway, we'll talk more about painting in just a bit. But in the last episode, we talked about Tang's uh, YouTube life, how he started on YouTube, how he then transitioned into becoming an actor. And now we're going to dive much deeper into comparing and contrasting between the two. What is the difference? Let's start off with that question right uh. away. Tang, what is the difference between YouTube and acting, do you think? With YouTube, it's like you, you are in control of everything. Mm -hmm. So you could do a scenes for how many times you want it, and then you can edit to pick out the best scenes that you think is suitable for the video. But mm -hmm. uh, working on film, it's like a big collaboration. You work with a lot of people, and uh, sometimes you don't get to see the final like you can do a scene but then certain times you don't get to see what shows on the on the shot and you don't mm. get to choose the shot so um that's the director's job and the the editor's job so your duty is to learn how to trust and uh, learn how to work with a lot of people so yeah. i would say that you have a lot less control than um, comparing to working on, uh, you know, a YouTube video, so that's yeah. that's the difference that comes into my mind. What What's interesting to me is that I think in the first episode you mentioned that you went into YouTubing at the start because of your passion in editing, but right. now you're an actor. You're in front of the camera instead. What's the difference between the two, and which one do you prefer? Um. I would say that um, in order to give a performance, like to be in front of the camera, you would have mm -hmm. to um, be at a certain energy level. And mm. uh, whereas to editing, you uh, you can be tired and editing. Mm. Yeah, like you could look like shit and still edit. <laughs> like long, not long not saying not talking <laughs> about. No, 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 I, I, don't take me wrong, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying appearance-wise, you know, I'm talking yeah. about mm -hmm. the, the energy, because sometimes, as an actor, if you don't sleep well, yeah. mm -hmm. if you don't sleep well, and then you have no energy, 
then you could look like shit. Like you yeah. could have like dark eyes and your face mm. is dull. You know, you can't really emote, and mm. you, you mm. basically just drags. You know, like you you have no uh, emotions, and then it's it's hard for you to collect the emotion required. But then I could be you know drunk and still edit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that's the difference that I was saying. You know, I'm not talking about appearance, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry, don't worry. We're yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. you're not, not gonna put it out of context. But I was just saying too long. You know, if if you don't do well as an actor, you might wanna consider her career in editing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, yeah. So so which one do you prefer then? On the day that I have a lot of energy, you know, if I sleep well and well prepared then i like to be in front of the camera but most days mm -hmm. i would consider myself behind the camera like i mm. you know for youtube it's like you do both for youtube mm. you do both you 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 act and then you set up your own camera and then you yeah. uh edit yourself but yeah. um i like both of it because on youtube it's like it's more about your own personality and style like you can yeah you you get to uh, really express what you think but then on film, it's like a, a more traditional media, so you uh, you have to learn more, and it, it it challenges you more. But then mm -hmm. it helps you to become a, a better uh, artist, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, this actually leads us to one of the questions from one of our followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, we oh, nice. did a poll on Instagram, and we just asked, you know, do you have any questions for Tang Fat as our golden guest? And one of the questions that we got is from underscore Zheng Hun. And this is a fascinating question Hi. for most people. Yeah, <laughs> for most people on the internet. And that is, does your online image truly reflect who you are? I think a lot of people get this question. What do you think about this? Um, I think it represents myself in about 80%. Mm -hmm. Um what I put out on the internet is truly what I really think deeply in my mind. So mm -hmm. all that positivity and like, um, I, I believe there's some humor, which is mm. also true. You know, I yeah. try to put out the best uh, mm. that represents the best out of me. So the only thing that I don't show online is uh, is more personal you know like uh like how i um say in in real life i cuss a lot more often than mm. i do on my online videos <laughs> but yeah. i i would think that is the only thing um that is a major difference um mm. other other things i i don't think so you know i think i i do represent myself online you know more truthfully than a lot of people I think because mm -hmm. yeah. I've met some other like uh, YouTubers and uh, in real life, they, they're, they're quite different, too. I have a question about vlogging versus uh, acting uh, in terms of projects. Right. So you said uh, with vlogging, you're in more control. And that also applies with whatever projects you want to put out there. Right. So if you think of an idea, let's let's write it down, do it. But with acting, it, it depends on a lot of things. Depends right. on the directors or you know various other factors. So you have to wait out a lot, right? And you have to go to a lot of casting call. And how do you feel about that? You know, because there could be 
a busy period and right. then there could be an, an empty period with right. acting yeah um usually i just wait i just wait for the right projects mm-hmm. and uh sometimes uh i also get invited to do a couple projects that mm-hmm. i um i usually require to read the script to see mm-hmm. if i can really you know if i really like this and if i really can pull it off mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive into a role just because it's good, but I I know I can't pull it off. And mm. sometimes I would even get nervous about the role that I'm given. And I talk to the director about it, and I say, you know, I don't know um, where to start on this. So it's kind of a, a challenging process. But back to your question again, like, uh, did I did I uh, answer what you were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so, uh, yeah. How how did you find the difference? Um, like, so you are now less in control, and you have to wait more. Whereas with vlogging, you can just think more, get new ideas, and make the project. Right. Uh, you you're in so more control. So just finding that transition was it natural for you, or did you have to adjust a little bit? To, I had to adjust a lot. And uh, with film, it's like sometimes you do a scene and then you think that it looks great. And then mm. when you see the final film, it doesn't mm. look as good as you think. And then yeah. Some, yeah. sometimes, um, like on acting, it's like, you know, for example, I could do a, a video on my YouTube, right? And I could say the exact thing that I want. I can edit yeah. the exact scene that I want. But then on, in acting, It's like you do a scene with a partner. Say if I did it with you, and I say uh, yeah, my line, yes, yeah. and I say my line. Long <laughs> <laughs> no, loves this example. <laughs> <laughs> I say I say a line, and I I said it very well with good emotion. You know, I feel yeah. good, and then my partner messes up. His <laughs> <laughs> That's a very realistic example. <laughs> and then yeah. and then we both have to do it again. And then I say it, but this time I don't feel like I, I've done as good as the other take. But yeah. then he he does well, and then we both yeah. do kind of well, <laughs> and so we yeah. keep that we keep that take. And sometimes I I make that mistake for my partner as well. You know, we're we're yeah. not perfect yeah. here, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I also made the same mistakes. But that's that's the the natural the nature of filming. It's like you, mm. um, you you're a lot less in control. And then sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, I remember scenes that I've done that I think looks amazing, and I really like that scene. And then, uh, for for editing reasons on the film, they picked another shot, which uh, I don't you... like as much, you know. And have on you... film, it's like you. Uh, sorry, but I'm I'm gonna continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on film, sometimes you have to see it on film, like on the when it's like done mm. to really know what you did wrong and then you can only improve after you've seen the final product so mm-hmm. so it takes longer time to to, to learn i think because with right. youtube with youtube you can do a video you post it and you get immediate reaction right mm. you get the comments yeah. and you know how to improve mm-hmm. uh faster but then on mm-hmm. film You work on a film, and then you wait six months for it to be edited, and then you wait yeah. for the reviews, you wait for the reaction, and only then 
you can see what you did wrong and then learn from it. So it's Got a you. longer process. I think in business terms, long it's it's kind of similar to you know a traditional corporate uh, company where <laughs> they do a, a project that lasts for months and months, right? But in a startup, it's very agile, it's quick, it's fast. Get yeah. feedback from the customers and then reiterate and change the you know change the mm. product immediately. Um, okay, fascinating, fascinating. Can I just shout out to the rain god? Thank you so much for stopping. <laughs> because, you know, the audio is absolutely perfect. For those who don't understand what the hell is going on, in the last episode, you know, the rain was pouring like mad. And so it affected with the connection, but now the connection yeah. is seamless. So really good. My yep. next question, Tang, is... Now we only have the clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just need to get rid of the clock now. Um, yeah. How do you, like, What's the difference between the branding of a YouTuber or vlogger versus the branding for yourself as an actor? And do you prefer one over the other? Because I think I read in one of the articles as well, you mentioning that you stopped YouTubing for I think two years or something, right? So that you can focus on acting. Was it because you wanted to be known as an actor? And if so, why? Um. That's a really good question. And uh, it's something that I have been thinking a lot about since, um, you know, back in the day when I started working on YouTube, I don't think a lot of people actually take YouTube seriously. And they yeah. they didn't expect it, even myself, you know, I don't see it getting as big as it is now. You know, um, even I had this conversation with JV and Anktoan at the time, you know, I was a kid. Yeah. And they're they're actually much older and I would say wiser. So mm -hmm. uh, we had this conversation about YouTube, and even even both of them, they they didn't really expect YouTube to be um, getting this big as it is now. Um, and so at the time when I was uh, working on film as a YouTuber, a lot of people would. Um, you know, they, they don't say nice things about YouTube. Yeah. Uh, um, for instance, I was working on uh, my first film and I think one of the guy in the crew, I'm not going to say his name, but he was say asking me. Say his name. Me, Tell us, not, who is I'm he? Not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to start some shit on, online. But he, Get uh, us the views. Get us the views. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, kidding, kidding. All right, go but, on. But he was working... Uh, on that film with me and um, he was asking me what what did I do online right so I said I was a youtuber and he asked to see my video so I, I sent him uh, my videos uh, the link to my channel and he was like you have a lot of time on your hands you should <laughs> you should go you should go out and work a real job and like get like oh my do, god that is do, so mean do something that matters and it kind of just i was kind of in shock you know because yeah that's yeah. crazy there there yeah. are a lot of people around as well but those kind of things it does happen a lot uh back in the day Okay, and, we're, uh, we're just gonna call this guy bike. Okay, bloody bike man. <laughs> what is wrong with this bike guy? Like, but but he told you he told it to your face. Yeah. He, he, well, I actually kind of admire the fact that he actually said it straight up. Really. So people like that, I actually give more credit than, um, you know, someone who just comments. 
but that comes out of the blue, isn't it? Like, how did you react yeah. at that time? I, I, did, I didn't know how to react. I just kind of like, uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had this blank face. A lot of people, a lot of people try to give you um, things. Even, even when that same film, right? I worked on this uh, big studio of BHD. So they, they had like many different sets on that, yeah. on that lot. And so one night I was out smoking a cigarette. I think it was like 11 p.m. And then I met another guy from, I think he was working on a different show on that same lot. Mm. Yeah. And he was asking me, he was like, hey, are you that kid that, uh, that's working on, on, on that new film, Bitcoin Heist? I'm like, yeah. And then I, I smoke a cigarette with him. And we had a, like a small conversation about like different things. And then he, he ended it with, uh, I have to say that the film industry now, they only, don't you agree that they only pick actors for their appearance and not skill? Like yourself? <laughs> oh <my laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, damn, people are mean. Yeah. Like people is, in this. That is nuts. Oh my God. Because you know what? I, 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 I thought people in Vietnam would be a bit more, uh, what's the word, tactful, khéo léo, right? Mm. They, they tend to be a bit more, you know, I don't want to say it straight to your face, whereas people in the West, you know, they would say it straight to your face, what they think, but it doesn't seem like it. No. Well, for my uh, own experiences, then I've got a lot of people like done stuff to my face. And so, oh, okay. um, yeah, but you know, you only, you can only take it as it is. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. It. Well, okay. Were they like uh, from an older generation? You know. Yeah, they're, 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 I I would say that they, both of them were uh, a lot older. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe that's a different. Well, like for us now, we think TikTok. Oh, come on, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> get get a real job, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're gonna be the new bikes, right? We're gonna be the bikes <laughs> of the future. You know, back in my days, we had fucking YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell, wasting your time on TikTok, kid. But I actually, okay. you know, actually, I, I spend a lot of time on TikTok. <laughs> I bet you do I, with like I have two to months admit, of lockdown. Um, like even, even before lockdown, you know, I would wake up every day and I would spend at least like 30 minutes to an hour on TikTok. I don't post on TikTok, but I, I, yeah. I watch a lot of videos on there. Do you plan to use TikTok to post on TikTok like TikTok well, I, creator I do it I do it for fun because oh. um, TikTok is basically like Vine if you guys remember Vines mm. right yeah, Vine was so great. I used to like Vines and even on my Instagram I used to make a lot of short videos just because mm. I really I do really like making short videos but mm. I don't think I don't think I have what it takes to be a TikToker you know I don't think I can make a video once in a while for fun mm. but i don't mm. think i'm the guy that can make one tiktok every day you know i i don't mm. think i'm that kind of person but yeah. um not that not that there's anything wrong with it it's just i'm saying mm. um for myself i enjoy tiktok i enjoy watching it i i would occasionally make a video because i like it mm. but i don't think i yeah. can be like a professional uh, like yeah. a, a tiktoker or even youtuber yeah. for that matter you know yeah it's hard to commit your time it's right. a lot of effort it's a lot of energy isn't it 
a lot more work than people think. Yeah. So going back to the point on branding then, a YouTuber or internet personality versus an actor, were those conversations, did they in a way impact you in terms of how you perceive the branding and how you want to position yourself? It really does affect me though, because um, um, of the things that I've, I've told you guys about, right? So yeah, um, it led me to thinking that you know, if I kept working and uh, if I kept going on YouTube, yeah, maybe they wouldn't um, recognize me. Because also, you know, coming into Saigon, I get a lot of influences from other people saying like, "Oh, uh, you you want them to call you a YouTuber uh, actor or something?" Which at the time I didn't, I I don't really think in those terms, you know. I only think that, you know, I don't care what they call me, mm -hmm. uh, YouTuber, actor, I don't really care as long as I work my best and put out like a, a good performance, like work in a good film, then that satisfies me, you know, I don't yeah. care about labels. But a lot of my friends are also artists and they kind of influence me in, in the way of thinking that... Uh, that um, you shouldn't let other people consider you a, as a YouTuber going to do film. You know, you, you should have mm. this this actor title. And so mm. it kind of influenced me to uh, to think that, you know, I should uh, take a halt on, on YouTube so that they get used to uh, uh, the, the title of uh, Hui Mi the actor, not Hui Mi the YouTuber. But I think right. that was a wrong move. Uh, down the line, I think um, that was the wrong decision. And now I'm just focusing on working on all the things that I enjoy mm -hmm. and uh, really try to work the best I can. Mm. And In, why was it a wrong decision then? Because um, I think taking two years off of YouTube is a wrong decision. You know, I, I didn't stop fully, but then I make... Vi I think I made... On 2020, I made two videos. <laughs> yeah. And the couple years before that, I uh, I made very few videos. And I'm actually lucky because if if any YouTubers nowadays were to do that, I'm sure they're gonna disappear. But yeah. <laughs> but somehow I still I still it? linger. <laughs> Although yeah, yeah. It, it does it does take a, a major hit in the algorithms, but I think that I should be thankful for the views that I'm getting now. You know what I mean? Yeah. For for that um, inconsistency that I've been throughout the past yeah. uh, three four years. And it, it actually goes to Long's point because Long was saying, you know, becoming an actor, you have to wait a lot. There's a lot of interdependency. There are a lot of downtimes, but when you're busy, you're really busy. So why can't you make YouTube videos and you know be on YouTube more during the time that there is downtime? Um, laziness is mm. one. <laughs> okay. uh, it's one major problem, but uh, the the actual problem is that once you take a long break, you're scared to make a comeback. You know, you oh, you're scared okay. to uh, to to have mm. that presence again. You're kind of intimidated by a lot of things which is actually mm. only the things you created in your own head. For but, example? Uh, you know, like uh, if I were to 
take a, a break of like six months not making a video and now I'm making a video again you know yeah. I'm not used to having you know like oh now they're gonna comment on my videos now I gotta make something that's better than the previous one yeah. and you kind of have that that certain stress that yeah. um, that you didn't have when you started yeah. So you started as a young kid and you don't give a fuck and you can just say whatever you want. You don't yeah. care about what other people yeah. think or yeah. you do care. But then you you have more balls to say what you actually like. You can mm. I can make certain jokes in 2012 that I cannot make now. Mm. I think that applies uh, to most of us. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like I yeah, can yeah. I can make uh, I can say certain things back then. But now if yeah. I say it, then. I'll, I'll be in bigger trouble. Is it because yeah. of the reach and the influence that you have now on many other people that you feel that there is a responsibility? You you do feel a certain kind of responsibility and then you you also get older, you know? Like uh yeah. I I can be a lot different when I'm 22, you know, uh yeah. I can sometimes uh spaz out and like have certain yeah. actions and like yeah. certain emotions or things that i do but i'm also like 28 now you know i'm older now i don't have to tell you guys that but <laughs> you know obviously i'm older now so i i age. think about i think about uh, my actions a little bit more and i try mm -hmm. to find the justification for what i do mm -hmm. so but the um, big the big question is do you still like fart jokes <laughs> i do i still do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those stick around, don't they? Those are timeless. Okay, so, yeah. Sorry, I, long. I am hogging this conversation. Yeah, if you yeah. don't jump in, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to be talking nonstop. I want to have a this crazy idea, right? Have you thought about vlogging? Why acting? Vlogging on set. Hey guys, I'm on set now. Right. Does that would that work? Uh, I have thought about it, and I have actually done it, but then mm. in reality. It actually takes a lot of energy because, mm. you know, um, as an actor, you have to wait around and then sometimes in between takes and between setups, you just want to rest. Mm -hmm. you know, there you go. He's, he's I'm, learning I'm from saying, Tang Van. I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying that, you know, I don't think I can be the one that, you know, uh, act in a scene many times and then, uh, you know, on the time waiting for a different setup, I'm like, turning on my camera <laughs> hey guys you know i yeah. i don't think i have that that um that energy for it yeah, i can yeah. i can do short little videos like uh i can do short little behind the scene videos which i have already done um on my last film but i don't think that um yeah i don't think that i have the the energy or unless i yeah. have a a crew to do my own yeah. videos yeah. but um it just takes a lot of work and and then sometimes you know on set you also have to be quiet you know because yeah. if you're not filming the other people are working and you don't want to you know bring all that <laughs> attention unnecessarily yeah. um, attention to yourself when you yeah. uh, vlog mm. so that's that's one of the many reasons why I don't do it as often or as uh, frequently mm. yeah that makes sense that makes sense and Another difference that I see between YouTube and acting is, you know, on YouTube, you can be whoever you want, 
go up there and you can potentially be famous or successful. But in acting, is there a degree of, you know, certification, formal classes that you need to attend, formal training? What's it like? Um, for my first few films, I think I've learned everything I've known on the set. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a few training. I went to a few classes. And I've recently went to uh, a course by uh, Kathy Wynn. Kathy Wynn. Oh. Um, but I, I finished that course and I didn't get to use what I've learned yet oh, okay. in a new film. But I think um, for an actor, definitely, if you get a chance, um, should take classes. You know, I always try to learn learn more if I have the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read books. I buy a lot of books about acting uh, and have given me books about acting. Reading mm-hmm. books is like it helps you uh, to know it, hmm. but it doesn't help you in, in terms of performance. Like yeah. you know um, what you're supposed to do, but then yeah. to hit that level, hmm. you actually have to practice. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I took I took that course and even on different films, you know, sometimes in uh, pre-production, I also take like small classes, you know, three, four sessions uh, of acting. Mm-hmm. And so huh. I think I learned everything hands-on uh, on set, but uh, acting is, I'm still an idiot, you know what I mean? Huh. It's like I, I've worked on five, six films and I'm, yeah. I, I feel like I just now got the hang of it. And um, it's it's a difficult craft, you know. It's not it's nothing yeah. like YouTube. Uh. So, what would you say are the main acting skills? Then, if you break it down yeah. into all the chapters that you learned, long listen up. <laughs> main <laughs> acting skills. Uh, 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 my imagination. Wait, before you say it, like my my thinking of it, because I love acting. Uh, so my thinking is, you know, emotions. You learn how to control it, how to express it, how to move your eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> Things to, to match the emotion so that's my my uh, and voice how to right. yeah. <clears throat> so that's my thinking is that uh, on par no <laughs> yeah. yeah the the voice is actually really important and yeah. I got I've gotten um, a lot of people say things about my voice as well like that's mm. the one thing that I can't constantly try to try to work it you know like mm. Uh, improve at. Um, Wait, sorry. What's all, wrong with your voice? Um, I, I don't also, because because um, in in films, most of the actors have southern accent, and mm. even even on my film, at the beginning, they told me that they were gonna dub my voice with a southern guy. Right, right. And I wasn't cool with that, and I kept begging and thinking. I was like. You know, you can't let that happen, please. Like, if if mm. you don't like my voice, like, if I fucked up the acting or anything, I would spend, like, a week in ADR, you know, in, in the audio record room, and I, I'll do mm. it until I get it right. But don't mm. dub me with a Southern guy. And, uh, you know, even the producer told me beforehand that it's not going to happen because uh, ma- the, majority, uh, the majority of the people that goes to cinema... Mm. Um, are usually from the south. They say it's actually like seventy uh, percent. So really, 
so uh yeah they really were gonna dub my voice in the southern accent um but then somehow i i got to uh keep my voice you know after i i really fought for it and it doesn't happen a lot that's great if if you if you notice um it doesn't really happen a lot so i'm pretty lucky there uh also for acting i think one of the major things that um that i've missed in the past is the uh, ability to read a script and then analyze it Mm. you know because the as inexperienced as I was, you know, sometimes I just do a scene as it is mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning. But now, only now, right? Like after so many years, so many films, I, I think I, I, I'm starting to get a hang of it. And uh, yeah. I'm actually having um, a film that is being edited, which is, uh, I think it's going to come out sometime in the next year, hopefully, mm-hmm. when COVID mm-hmm. uh, is done. But um, that film is only my fifth film. So uh, the film that I, I filmed before that one already came out. So that yeah. one I filmed after this film. Ah, oh, man. So that that's my fifth film that took like two years to make. Wow. So that's a before two any- year movie, wow. Yeah. Uh, also because of COVID and everything. Yeah, and then right, it, okay. it took like a, a year to shoot that film because of mm-hmm. scheduling conflicts and yeah, all yeah. the things that happened to it. Mm-hmm. It's about um, an alien girl coming to oh. Vietnam. So Nice. Wow. wow. Thank wow. God, aliens. You guys are choosing <laughs> Vietnam now. Like It's always been New York City or Hong Kong. Or <laughs> no, it's great. Choose us. Come... Help to boost the Vietnam tourism industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's great. Um, I think, I guess the silver lining here is that you managed to get all your acting and all the filming before COVID hit, right? So now it's in the editing stage. Mm, um, right. Otherwise, if COVID hit like midway, then it's going to be quite a long delay. So, uh, no, fascinating. Uh, long, are you happy with the answer in terms of acting skills? Or do you want to know more? To break no, into the industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've I've known quite a bit now. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Very insightful. <laughs> I, I can be an actor now. Definitely, I need to take classes, but now I get Wait, the, the did overview. You, did you just say that you can be an actor now? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can take steps to learn and become yeah, an I actor. Yeah, I think that's now. the right phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so going back to the transition and sort of rebranding, right? You see a lot of people... Um, in the showbiz industry, rebranding themselves. So mm. you see people like Chipu. She was previously, you know, considered a hot girl. I think that's the only term that Vietnam Vietnam uses. No, right. no other country uses that term. <laughs> but she was right. a hot girl, and now she's become, you know, uh, a singer. And then you got JV Evermind, your friend as well, who was previously a YouTuber, but th- he, I think he's bra- rebranding himself as a director. Right. So, how important is this rebranding aspect and? making sure that you're stuck in the minds and the mentality of the end consumers and you know the the mass the population really as a particular role how how important is it to sustain your career um this is something that i actually am not very good about i don't think that i'm very good 
in terms of branding myself. Um, but I think it's pretty important since, um, you know, uh, I understand that uh, for every artist, uh, actor, sometimes they, they, they change throughout their career and they had different stages, right? To, mm, uh, yeah. to keep the uh, audience uh, interested. But um, that is something that um, I think for me would would just have to be natural. You know, I cannot be uh, the same Hui Mi on YouTube for eight years and then all of a sudden become someone else, uh, totally yeah. different. You know, dressed different and uh, you know became like a different person. So I think that's mm. uh, the transition has to be more gradually hmm. and uh, I think it needs like uh, many many stages before it gets to a different stage right hmm. um, I think even with JV he he tries to have that um, that more mature image but even so like I think his short film was was really good yeah. Like he uh, invited me to the premiere of his short film, and uh, to be honest, I was kind of surprised at uh, how well he, he directed the the short film. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, his image, you know, he still gets that that <laughs> <laughs> bloody even, tablecloth on his head. <laughs> yeah, like it's like some some image are so. <laughs> so easy to remember and so yeah. uh, it's mm. it's attached to a lot of memories so yeah i mm. think audiences are not easily um you know they don't they don't take your changes easily you know they don't mm. accept it mm. easily unless you do it really well or unless mm. it's like even even bigger or even uh, more um, striking you know mm. so mm. Uh, in order to do that it, it has to be like different and and for me i'm still figuring it out you know i i'm i don't think i'm at that level yet um uh and i don't think in terms of uh in terms of branding you know what i mean so basically just doing what you do doing what you do and hope for the best (laughs) yeah hope that people hope that people see what kind of version you are at yeah yeah and for the film industry you said you have to relocate to saigon because that's where most of the filming is right yeah um at the beginning it was pretty easy to make that uh decision since uh, i came to saigon and it was always noisy and i was well re- uh welcomed there by friends mm. and uh, a very beautiful city I like the the liveliness of the, of the city, you know, uh, mm. and um, a lot of the filming and uh, even like commercials and stuff, it happens there. You know, mm. if, if they were to book you from Hanoi, then they would have to also pay for your uh, flight tickets and hotels. Mm. So they usually would try and find someone who's already in Saigon and, yeah. um, you know, moving in there means that, you know, you're, you're easily accessible to yeah uh, to get those deals and stuff and and rightly so you know when i first moved in uh got a lot of jobs and um uh commercials 
mm. and uh, films. It's just easy, yeah. you know. Like if if they were to have an audition, and you're yeah, already yeah. in Saigon, then you can just come to the audition. Mm-hmm. Where if you're in Hanoi, then you would have to fly to Saigon to do one audition, with, and you don't even know if you're gonna get the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's easier that way. Yeah, and can I just say? I mean, obviously, I haven't said it at the start of the podcast, but your English is absolutely amazing for someone who spent quite a, a number of years in Vietnam now, right? I know that you went overseas to the U.S., but is this an advantage? Is is it in any way an advantage? I don't know. Do you work with overseas directors or companies, or or, or you know, is this an advantage in any way compared to your fellow actors or actresses? Uh, it definitely gives me an edge mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, working with overseas directors, since mm-hmm. um, we can just discuss many things in their own um, native language, right? Yeah, and uh, and uh, it it helps me a lot. Like even when I first met with Ham, right? Like talking to him the first time, and uh, he was kind of surprised at like uh, that I. Sp- spoke English right since mm. yeah I never really show it on on my YouTube yeah um, to say to answer your questions in, in a short way yes it definitely gives gives you an edge um, a major advantage when it comes to uh, to to connections because yeah. a lot of people that work in the film industry is also um, from overseas Oh. But you know, I haven't really spoken English in in like in the past like two three years. You know, hmm. it got rusty. Like sometimes uh, I know what I'm gonna say, but then I get yeah. I stutter. I stutter a lot. Like if you notice, yeah, because um, uh, I don't get to speak it a whole lot now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's natural. It's like you know, if we were to do this podcast in Vietnamese, I think the both of us <laughs> would struggle as well. I mean, we know how to make sort of conversational Vietnamese, yeah. but you know, if it if it comes down to you know finding the right technical terms in certain industries, there is absolutely no way that we can do it. Um, and then, then there's one harder. thing about one thing interesting about language that I really want to talk about mm-hmm. is that it kind of brings out a different personality of you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? That when you when you speak in Vietnamese and when mm-hmm. uh, I speak in uh, when when you speak in English, it's like you you kind of like two person uh, mm-hmm. in one body, <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense. Um, I agree. Which is the also, I think it's my advantage and also my disadvantage when I make a YouTube video, is oh, that okay. if you take it as uh, a Vietnamese guy making a Vietnamese vlog. Uh. then maybe you don't feel it as much but if you take my video as someone who's speaking english making those videos trying to translate into vietnamese then it, it makes more sense i think it it delivers better you know what i mean mm. right i got you maybe it's the it's the exposure that you get to the types of humor Mm. I, I would say, or just the punchline or the way of communicating certain things, the phrasing. But I agree. And also it, it boils down to, you know, how we have uh, titles, right? When we address other people, if they're older than you, you call them ang or chi, right? Then the dynamic is different. The relationship is slightly different. Whereas in right. English, it's you, me. It's very, you know, very kind of, I, I would say a bit more relatable in that sense. Right. 
There's less hierarchy. Okay, I'm gonna ask a very controversial question. But Long, do you have anything else to 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 add before I drop this controversial question? Yes, I want to have a just one related question. So we have to talk about advantages. Just a general question: What does it take to be a successful actor <laughs> or actress? Long right. was oh. bring into the industry so bad. <laughs> what, what does it take? You know, don't tell, do you don't <laughs> tell him the secret. Don't tell him. I actually don't know because I don't think I've. I wouldn't consider myself a successful actor at this stage in my career, mm. but um, I think I think I kind of have an idea of like how to be successful. But it's easier mm. said than done, right? Like mm. you have to be resilient and mm. um, obviously hardworking. You know, always yeah. finding, um, uh, always look look at ways to improve mm. and. Um, That's that's the one aspect that I'm that I'm good at. Maybe maybe not actually getting better, but to to show others that I'm actually taking my time to to learn things about uh, mm. acting. You know, um, show your dedication sometimes. Uh, even for for that previous film, right? I had to. They they say in the script. That I had to do a Michael Jackson dance, which I had no clue because I don't dance, right? Mm, <laughs> like mm, you, you're a dancer. You, you would. What know. you want about you, you? You hung out with us. You should be picking up some moves from us, <laughs> right? But then, for that particular scene, I had to hire a dancer to to really train myself for the day yeah. because no one was helping me to do it. And uh, it doesn't really look that great, you know. But I did try my best, and and that's something that um, that I think a lot of actors should do. But mm. sometimes it's not about the dedication. Sometimes it's just about the result. Like if it doesn't yeah. look good, people are still mm. gonna think that you're lazy or you're, you know. Mm. So mm. Uh, you have to be dedicated, but also like uh, the results are important. Very, very insightful. Thank yeah. you. Is it? Is it insightful? Long? Is it? I'll meet you on the inside of the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Now I'm just gonna say you can choose to answer this or you can choose not to answer this. It's completely up to you. Okay. But here on Combo Comrades, we pride ourselves in having just raw, unfiltered conversations, hmm. and you don't need to name anyone. But essentially. What's the bad side of showbiz? Right. The bad because, side. Yeah, because in my opinion, you know, we all know the glamorous and the amazing side of showbiz, or you know, the entertainment industry. But of course, the, the everything has a bad side. And as someone who's in the entertainment industry itself, you know, what's your reflection on the bad side, or what can be improved? Um. Well. To be completely honest, I don't really enjoy uh, being in uh, events and stuff, mm -hmm. which is why I um, I tend not to to show up to a lot of things. Um, only the things that are mandatory or really big events, and um, but it's but then you you know that it's your job to to be present and. Uh, To show up at, at events like that, you know, yeah. um, to me, you know, I I'm a sim I'm actually a really simple guy. Like I don't like to be 
do doing promos and like uh, shows and all that stuff when there's a lot of people because you just have to show up and sometimes you you don't really know the person but they, you have to make conversations and I'm not really good with small talk you know yeah and yeah. so uh, I'm also like as I said before I'm a little bit naturally shy when I'm out in big crowd so mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy um, all those things but sometimes you just have to do it because it's mm-hmm. your job and you understand that that's something that is mandatory um, and that that's the thing that I don't like personally uh, also I don't really uh, have that many close friends in the industry recently uh, I worked on that that film I only had a uh, my role wasn't that um, didn't take a lot of screen time I played a best friend of the main character mm-hmm. so I think um, for me I, I like working on film so I usually only hang out with uh, filmmakers and uh, fellow actors you know yeah um, I don't really have many friends uh, as singers or to, to know a whole lot about their um, uh, their their business you know what I mean yeah um. and um, the bat size I don't think I've seen much you know rather than the things that I don't like that I don't enjoy, which uh, right. I already said. Uh, bat size. Huh? I, oh, and uh, the bat size. I can say uh, a lot of people try so hard to to get in. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Are you, like, just, uh, are you taking your stuff at long now? <laughs> no, 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 no. But but long long doesn't. Um, you know, long has like, no chance. <laughs> no, no, no. He he doesn't like takes his pants off and like creates a drama or, or things like that. So one thing that I can say is that um, a lot of the, 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 the things that they, they created for people to, um, I, I don't like that size, you know, uh, yeah. of, of creating um, drama so that uh, it, it draw attention to other people, yeah. you know. Um, that's something that I really don't like. So it's just sort of like small stunts here and there um, so that you right. create attention, you draw attention to yourself, you, you remain relevant in the industry. Um, and, and rather than focusing on your craft, bettering yourself, improving yourself so that you are really good at what you do. Right. Interesting. So I long you're about to say something. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have another follow up provocative question wait wait wait, okay. wait. I, if that's the case can i just finish my follow-up because it's related okay. to this question <laughs> okay okay <laughs> no okay. but I, I was just going to comment you know in terms of the events or the shows um i think sometimes when i watch i don't watch a lot of entertainment industry shows mm. but uh, right. my partner does <laughs> she loves showbiz <laughs> um so so every now and then i would also watch along and sometimes you do see certain artists or internet you know personalities when they go on shows but they they kind of feel like you they don't blend in they don't blend in but then there are certain people who really have that i would say they're good at manufacturing the chemistry right right? and they're able to do it in front of the camera Uh um Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why they do relatively uh, i would say better or they're more well received by the public opinion 
because right. they're just able to put on that um you know you can call it a facade uh right. you can call it um you know it might even be a skill to be honest yeah yeah and sometimes uh sometimes it's fake too yeah mm. and um even myself like i don't naturally i don't watch a lot of uh of uh shows yeah here you know i do watch um a lot of talk shows and stand up comedians mm -hmm. but uh but not 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 so much here you know uh i've seen a few stand up no, uh, comedians are you referring here to like oh, okay are you referring yeah. to like kevin hart or all those guys yeah kevin hart uh so funny oh my god what, what's that guy with the with the teeth like the, the dave, white dave guy chappelle the is it the no dave chappelle teeth. dave chappelle is different um he's a really young white guy like skinny but i forgot his name david spade as well uh jimmy fallon jimmy kimo those yeah, are the yeah. people uh conan those are the people conan, that i actually yeah. follow um mm. yeah Oh, you know what? I'm so sorry, Long. I'm going to follow up now. <laughs> but you just mentioned quite a number of stand-up comedians there, or it seems like you consume content from the West more than content in Vietnam, for example. And that definitely shapes your sense of humor, right? And the, what you think is funny and what's, what's not funny. I'm going to raise my hand here. I'm going to say that sometimes when I watch shows in Vietnam, I don't find them funny at all. And, you know, there's a lot of all these, like, bloody noises like bong, bing, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Bong. <laughs> you know all these noises that to me is just so weird yeah. right because I, w I watch shows like uh, I don't know friends or you know sitcoms like you know how I met your mother and all that stuff of course you've got the audience laugh but right. that's it there's no other noises that interrupt with the joke and sometimes the joke right. is just really sarcastic for example right how do I, I don't know because you're you're in the entertainment industry but then the industry is is the type of content is quite different to the content that you consume how does that right. work i basically i hate those uh special effects i think it dumbs down the viewers because mm. it kind of mm -hmm. forced them to have a certain kind of emotion you know like if something it's like half ass funny and then they add a a laugh like <laughs> it's like you're supposed to to like laugh at that but mm. you're supposed to feel that it's funny but it's actually it's not and um so i don't have anything bad to say against it i just don't watch it mm. and i think it's a southeast asia thing in general or it's just like an asia thing in general because sometimes there'll be certain things that pops up in you know from myanmar or or, 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 or indonesia or, or thailand or whatnot mm. and i think the way of editing is very similar to that so i just find it right. really odd maybe it's just a cultural difference thing yeah mm. yeah but that's but a reality like show right yeah mainly I reality don't, i don't really show. watch a lot because uh to be honest like it's gonna sound really bad <laughs> but <laughs> i don't care i don't care for most of it yeah mm. i don't really care for most of it can okay, I get to no, my question? All yours now. now, all yours, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys steered it to uh, like a, a serious uh, section now, but I need, I, I will steer it back to provocative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous, okay. So, when I was small, teenagers, we often have this joke, you know, in order to get the part, you sleep with the director. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> okay, no, 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 that's a real, okay. But no, it, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a real joke, right? People joke about it, and I don't know if it's real or not, so I'm gonna be bold here. 
Okay. I'm gonna ask you. Okay. That's yeah, actually these... really good questions, because. Dude, that's you sleep the, with that. <laughs> that's that's the exact same thing uh, my friends told me when I uh, were about to move to Saigon. Mm. It's a really, it's a really funny thing because like I think, I think those things are true, to mm. some extent, especially with like Hollywood, right? Mm. But yeah. I I was just a kid, you know. I was twenty one. I got that audition, and the first time that that first ever screen test, my role was to be tied in a chair, and so okay. I was scared. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what this is gonna be. You know, I haven't even <laughs> met the, the guy, and then the the emails in my junk mail. You know, so a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things could happen. So at the time, I uh, JV was already living in Saigon, so I came to his mm-hmm. house. I yeah. told him about the audition, and I was like, "Dude, like, if you're gonna drive me there and then wait for me outside in your car, like, if <laughs> if I don't text you back in 15 minutes, you just come right in. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing gonna happen to me, right? So I've I've worked in the industry for I think five, six years. No one has ever made advances on me." Mm. Or I've never really had that kind of incident, but I know that um, I think I know a lot of people that does. <laughs> like uh, I think it happens to uh, to guys more so than uh, and to really? girls, girls more so than than guys. Mm. Oh right, okay, yeah. Especially especially if you are, um, you know, you're from like a, a small city and like coming to. Uh, you know, uh, to to find a place, and then you you have no relatives or you don't know anyone, then I guess it could happen to people, but mm-hmm. not not anyone particular that I know of. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, I get that joke a lot, man. Like even yeah, in Hanoi, yeah. like I have older friends, they they told me the day that I I got my first film, they were like. Oh, you know, they're gonna put you in like three or four films, and then you're gonna become a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna yeah. force you into prostitution. <laughs> that that freaks me out, man. But um, yeah, but working, I I realized that a lot of people are just real filmmakers, or wow. at least the one that yeah. I that I've worked with, you know. Yeah. Great. No uh, one has ever clarified. grabbed me by the balls or like <laughs> made me suck a dick for a role. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, I was. Uh... Oh, is it good to know? Long? <laughs> Are you quite disappointed, Long? <laughs> no, no. I feel safe now. I can enter the film industry the legit way. Well, just prepare yourself, groom yourself, Long, <laughs> before your d- audition. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's okay, my question. Um, are, are you done with your provocative questioning? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. That's done. a dying thing that you want to know. <laughs> uh, do you have any quiz or stats for the acting industry? I do have a quiz. A quiz? It's a fun. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun oh, one. Shit. Okay. Let's yeah. just see. We if, just uh, want to test if our guest actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> two, two simple questions, okay? Okay. So the first question is, do you know when was the first ever film 
in Vietnam? What year was it produced? Holy shit. Man, that um, is tough. Just have a guess, yeah. you know. Wait, just a but year. did you like read up on like the history of filmmaking or stuff? You probably know when the camera was created and then you probably try to like add in a couple of years so that it gets moved over to Vietnam after the that. The first film ever made in Vietnam? Is that the question? Mm. Yes. Yes, a Man. Vietnamese Vietnamese film, not Vietnamese like a U.S. Film? film made in Vietnam. Man, yeah. I I would say uh, they probably would have made films in the fifties and sixties, right? Yes, that's quite a range. That's twenty years <laughs> of a range. Like, okay, that's cheating. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I would Give say I would say I would say um, on the fifty-two, nineteen fifty-two. I don't know. Okay. How about Hill? You want to have a go? Oh, okay. I'll say 1953 then, and I'll, whatever is closer <laughs> to me, then I'll win. <laughs> it's 1923. Oh, my 23? God. 23? Holy crap. Yeah, the movie I, was called. First thought was initially 1920s, but I, I didn't know that we actually make film in, uh, films in the 1920s. <laughs> uh, I think that was the only film in that year. It's called Kim Van Kiel. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't the, the even only seen film. the film. Yeah, and it's bad. Let's move on to the like, second. That's quiz. bad that I don't know this. <laughs> it's fine. Now that you can test your colleagues, right? You can test other <laughs> right. actors and actresses. So the second quiz question is: What is the highest-grossing Vietnamese movie ever? Ooh, I think I know this well, no. one. Maybe not what is, what is, uh, what's the name of the movie? It might be a hard question, but how, uh, much, how much? It's the recent film, right? What was that, right? Godfather. You're correct. Whoa. Yeah. And how much was it in uh, USD or in Vietnam? I though? think uh, 300 billion in Vietnamese. Hmm. You want to have or, a guess? Or 200, 200 billion. Uh, some, somewhere around there, because I know that um, the highest grossing film was before was like 100 something. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to know, but I think you're just asking me so that you're buying time yes. to convert, right? Into USD <laughs> or, or something. Or no, 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 no. I have, both, I have both figures. <laughs> okay. I have both figures. Tell, us, tell us the answer. I'm not going to know this. <laughs> it's uh, 400 billion, 1 million USD around. Wow. Ooh, okay. 1 million nice. USD. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 400 nice. uh, billion Vietnam dong. Mm. Yes. So I was uh, 100 billion off. <laughs> it's fine. Close enough. Close enough. That's the well, quiz. Let's um let's end off the second episode of the podcast with one final question. Uh, it comes from one of our followers on Instagram as well. Shout out to why.t.d. What is mm. Tang's future plan? What does Tang want to do after lockdown? Oh, after lockdown? Um the first thing that I really want to do is to uh work on a new film mm. uh any chance that i could get for an audition or for a new film uh until then i'm gonna keep on painting and uh as of this moment i have a, a new uh series on youtube in mind mm -hmm. and i think um it's gonna be out around the end of this year so uh, it's also painting related. So I know I'm going to mm. paint a lot and um, making videos until mm. I get that new film. Mm. So that's my that's short plan. Yeah. Amazing. Right. 
Okay, guys. So that's our second episode with our uh, golden guest, Hui Mi. Okay, thank you so much, Hui Mi, for joining. But thank we still have one more episode, right? So stay, stay tuned for our next episode. On this episode, we talked about uh, the life of vlogging versus acting, and uh, a few provocative questions <laughs> on, <laughs> on showbiz on and how to get in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's it. How to get in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's it. Uh, be sure to check out the first episode as well. Uh, and that's it for now. Join us, follow us on Convo Comrades on all social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. As for now, bye-bye. Bye.